1: Welcome to Deadline Dilemmas ahead of game week 16. And I've just realized I'm muted. I've just realized I'm muted. Um, Welcome to Deadline Dilemmas. um, a Late night Deadline Dilemmas ahead of game week 16. And as always, I'm with Praz. Hi there, Praz. Already showing signs that it's very late. You're (laughs) talking on mute. Uh,
0: I'm I'm good, man. Yeah, for for a change, we've just... uh, It feels like, uh, you know, how Baker and Adam do just after... uh, Uh, a a game week and you're just reacting to stuff that have just happened i don't know how those guys do it every week because there's so much information so much to digest i don't know how
1: we can talk about all of it i I feel like there's more than normal like i mean there's there's been goalkeeper drama there's been injuries to key players i mean one in particular yeah we've got no time until the next deadline i mean it's going to be again tomorrow we had some today as well yeah yeah so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, but we're trying to keep it short as always. So, I mean, it's 20 past 10 now. So, we'll probably go till about 11 UK yeah. time. Yeah, 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 we'll keep it to that.
0: So, how's your week, firstly? I'm checking my rank as well. Well, not rank, but points. I think I got what, 35? Safety's 37. So, like, very small red.
1: Yeah, you got more than me. I'm on 30. I think it's 31. Yeah, because I get Liveramento off the bench with one. Right. I mean, I just got no points this week. My top scorer was Palmer, but I benched him. So, I mean, I haven't benched over 20 points this week. But <laughs> And it felt like what? such a 50-50 as Pedro, you were close. Who, yeah. who started Sorry. his first game in, what, six?
0: Yeah. You should have got more. I mean, he he has been scoring goals every game, except for the one where you start him, which is, I, you know, know, terrible luck.
1: He's so keen, because I watched that game. I had to tune into that one. I and mean, he's so keen to win penalties as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, indeed, and he's good at it, right? So, uh, but look, I mean, Palmer was always going to be risky. He was like the perfect result. By the way, this whole weekend or or this midweek games have been perfect for me as a Man United fan. Uh, you know, Newcastle have lost, beat Chelsea, beat Chelsea not only in a game where, from an FPL point of view, it was great because Palmer was the one who who scored as well. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so it was good. For, and and Spurs have lost as well. So um, I'm so no, it was good. The penalty. Well not so good but yeah <laughs> uh, i think i think as a as a fan it was a good weekend but yeah i think not much for me either i think uh, bumo penalty which a lot of people had saka assist without bonus bumo's penalty without bonus palmer is the only one who got any bonus in my team
1: uh, yeah and the newcastle well there was two wipeouts cuz i mean i ended up with double newcastle and double arsenal Right. I mean, what was that Arsenal? I think at kickoff, it went to 61%. I I, I did like your tweet about a 50-50 chance because it was 50% earlier in the week.
0: Correct, correct, correct. But it's one of those things. I mean, no one's keeping clean sheets. Clean sheets are very hard to predict. I saw, um, you know, Frazier, FPL Frazier on on Twitter. And he's like, oh, I got uh, Brant White's clean sheet from Simicast, And I'm like, this is how you have to get clean sheet points these days. I mean, there's no other way. You just have to sort of luck into a auto sub, which is a clean sheet, which you don't expect.
1: All, all the enablers from Wildcard Ten: Branthwaite, Taylor. You know, we, look back to back, they've been the been the heroes, but they're the players you don't want to play.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, what can I say? And and yeah, uh, I mean, if you're if you are recapping, then shout out to Aston Villa. I mean, what an amazing, incredible performance against Man City. I don't think I've seen a City game where they've been dominated like this, and we've watched them play you know, a peak Liverpool, a peak Arsenal, Bayern Munich, you know, Real Madrid, you know, whatever. But it was just a solid, solid game from Villa.
1: It was really good to see them play. I mean, no disrespect to the teams they played at home, but, you know, to play like a, you know, a top, top team at home and that home form for Villa has, yeah, continued there. And I mean, you could say the same for Newcastle's away form (laughs) as well, can't you? Indeed, indeed, indeed.
0: Yeah. So, um, should we, uh, should we get two teams to keep it? Keep it as
1: short as we can? I think so. Yeah, let's start with these. So we we'll start with your team. I'm just putting it <laughs> on the screen now. now we, last time we did one of these, we had identical teams.
0: Well, now it's very different. Very this different, is just a yeah. week apart, right? This is how much FPL changes. <laughs> um, so, okay. So I'm going to read out my team. So at the time when I sent you the screenshot, I was starting Areola. I think I would still start Areola because, again, for people that don't know, uh, apparently he got a minor wrist injury. He had a late fitness test and he couldn't make it. And so he missed out on her, his two-pointer and he could have matched Dubravka's three-pointer. Oh no, Dubravka got a two-pointer as well. So um, yeah. He actually so, yeah. got a save point. Yeah. <laughs> he got a save point. Exactly. So yeah, in the end, it was unlucky for people who didn't make the move. But I think Ariola is very playable this week if he's fit. So people who only have Ariola need to sort of watch out for news. So I'm going to start Ariola anyway and then, and then see if Dubravka comes on. Yeah. Um, Look in defence. If Mbumo was fit, I would have made a transfer this week because I don't want to play double Arsenal defence away to Villa. We've just seen what they did to yeah. uh, to Man City. So not not like I'm expecting like three goals conceded, but I definitely think Villa score. So it's you know it's the opposite of the Luton game where you had a, you know you were expecting a higher odds of a clean sheet than not. I think in this case you're clearly expecting. Not a clean sheet. And so we'll see if we get lucky. But I just don't have the luxury. I have one free transfer and I'll probably deal with Mbuma, who will come to. Third defender, again, no idea. Uh, I can't play Gehi, uh, home to Liverpool. Uh, or, yeah, home to Liverpool. And then so it's a question of Livramento or Charlie Taylor. I don't want to play Charlie Taylor. So Livramento it is, I guess. And this is the reason why I'm not playing Dubravka in goal. Because I'm thinking, do I want double Newcastle defence away to Spurs? Even though Spurs were actually not that great today. So I'm thinking maybe diversify the risk a little bit. If Adiola is fit, then play West Ham away to Fulham. Spurs and-
1: XG yeah. was it just shy of two? Much- was it shy of two? So then, then, then oh, no, yeah, one point seven four.
0: Yeah, I mean the first half, Spurs absolutely were smashing West Ham. I mean this was, you know, it was not a close game. And then second half, I don't know what's happened. What's what's Moyes told them, and it's just completely turned around.
1: No, it has And I, mean, I guess just on just on keepers. I mean, I do feel bad for people who had Ariola and Turner. But I was thinking, I mean, let's say you had the Forest goalkeeper, you'd have still got no points. If that's if that's any consolation, because obviously Forest lost five nil. Correct. There was one Correct. save. I mean, I know there's a whole butterfly effect to it. If if Turner was still the starter, but yeah, yeah and at least the swing wasn't too bad. Because I mean, it was looking. It was almost, ten points. Yeah, it was looking like Raptors it was like three, it scripted. Right? The fact everyone did this transfer or most people did this transfer and then it was going to win by yeah 11 points like you say
0: honestly my takeaway from the game is Dubravka is a great option so people who have not moved there should think about moving there now this week there is already pressure in midfield with Bumo so if you're on two free transfers or something and I would rarely recommend a hit but if you have no goalkeeper you know, if Ariola is out for the weekend, and again, wait for tomorrow uh, because there will be a moist press conference again. They might be post match quotes that we have missed here. Uh, then that would probably justify a hit because Duvrak was fine. I mean, he think he did a good job. He was ahead on bonus to Trippier, and I think that is not m- what many people can do playing for Newcastle. So I think it's still a good shot.
1: No, I agree there, and I know there's been a few times we talked about Flecken and Edison because obviously they were going to double. Yeah. Um. I know that's become a lot less likely that um, that's going to happen. And obviously, it's not going to help you for the blank in 18 either, is it, if you do a hit for Edison or for Flecken? Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I am I kind of don't want to say it, but I actually agree with you there about doing the hit for the keeper. But yeah. there, there may be ways you don't have to sell in Boomer. I suppose it depends on, on your team.
0: On your fourth defender or your fifth attacker, I, I guess. Mean, so. Or your third. Yeah, I mean, just for,
1: with your team, for example, you've got Wood. And I know yeah. he didn't start, did he, yesterday? He didn't,
0: no. So no. there's a chance he starts. But I would like I see more upside because Forrest looked dire, man. I mean, that 5-0 to Fulham, that was bad. I mean, so we're talking change of manager. We're talking, you know, they're, you know, Everton are on the up. They've gone two games now. So, you know, suddenly it's Forrest who are looking like the team that's gonna battle it out with Burnley, Luton and and Sheffield United. So I think there might be a manager change there. So I I would prefer to keep you know, Wood is my first bench, and not sort of go and start him just because Boom was out. So I don't know, and, and especially at a time where defenders are not keeping clean sheets anyway, who am I going to get? So you know, if 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 my plan move, let's say Boom was fit, my plan move was Gay to Colville or Saliba to Poro, but both of them were not. Great moves because Chelsea's away to Everton, a team who's just done so well against Newcastle, and obviously Spurs are playing home to Newcastle. So neither of those are ideal anyway. I would have just done it, or I would have even saved a transfer and done something next week. So I'm happy to deal with Bumo next. So let me talk then talk about my midfield. Yep. Um, you know, Standard Salah and Saka, who all disappointed. Well, like Saka got an assist, uh, and then Palmer, who. You know, now comes into his four, you know, he will pretty much play every game for the Mm -hmm. foreseeable future. And he will be a popular in for a lot of people who don't have him, who are looking at Mbumo. And I'm going to ask you, I did ask you last time as well, between Gordon and Palmer. A lot of people will be thinking about that spot. Um, And then obviously Mbumo, very disappointed. You know, even in the 120 minutes he played for us, or maybe even less actually, 105 Hundred and ten minutes. He got a goal. He got an assist. So we'll have the good memories, even if you bought it brought him in. I mean, you had him from Wildcard Ten. And then in attack, Game Watkins we won. Oh yeah, you've never <laughs> yeah. sold him, right?
1: Yeah. I've got a lot okay. of money tied up in him that's gonna dwindle. But yeah. True believer. <laughs> um and then
0: in attack, um, yeah, I think Watkins could have added an assist. David Lewis hit the post and you know, generally we talked about Villa, so happy to keep him. I think this is the week now where I feel maybe I'll lose out to Darwin who's playing away to a Crystal Palace team that's not looking great but then Watkins home to Arsenal maybe he does something but I feel I'm a transfer head because people would want to get to Watkins later so we'll do we'll discuss that as part of your team and then Haaland captain I think this week is pretty standard even though Lutheran looking quite solid at home
1: yeah I think I mean on captaincy first of all I think that's going to be the standout for me and probably for most people I've seen some people yeah. trying to convince themselves that Haaland's going to be benched but no. especially after City you know the run of form they're on you know the run of results I I just can't see it and if, if we're wrong I don't think it's going to be that costly well the
0: European game midweek is, is dead is dead rubber they've already won their group so it's an away game and you know they don't need to stress about it so why would you not play Haaland what what, what would you rest him for so I don't even think it's worth discussion I mean no, if I it happens anything can happen in December but it shouldn't be part of your consideration he's easily the best captain you just captain
1: it. and who else is there really I mean Imbomo's being ruled out he could have possibly been the, the candidate for Sheffield, Sheffield United if you were if you were a little worried which which I'm not yeah. Salah I mean that's a lunchtime kickoff short turnaround you can see wow. Klopp's post-match interview already can't you with with that one. So yeah, I think Haaland captain for me is easy And you make a good point just to go back to your defenders. I mean, I've got the same issue with I don't know if it's an issue but having two Arsenal defenders, it doesn't feel ideal, mm. especially after we've seen what Villa can do at home. But I do feel I've used a lot of transfers on defenders recently, and it's made me notice how you come off something onto the next big thing and then it it comes in a cycle, doesn't it? As in a lot of people sold Villa defenders I mean, cash was a good sale, but they sold Villa defenders. They sold Poro. They're the defenders people are now looking to get back in. When I mean, Arsenal were the best defense in the league. I haven't actually looked after this game week. I assume they still are because Luton only put up 0.5 xg. Yes, dis- despite the result. Um, I don't want to be going in circles because I feel like if I sell an Arsenal defender this week, I'll just want to buy one back in a couple of weeks once the blanks out of the way.
0: Yeah, but you can also make a counter argument where you say for for a few weeks I get out of Arsenal defense because it's not just this week where they play away to Villa, then they're playing Brighton and they play Liverpool away. So you can get someone else and then later Saliba's getting to a price where there's limited upside in terms of, you know, I agree with attack. That actually, yeah. So you can switch him to a white if you really wanted to, if he becomes nailed, or maybe even a Raya if, if Dubravka isn't working out. So I just feel yes, double defense works. But then there's a counter-argument with double defence. You've A, blocked yourself out of a Jesus or a Martinelli or an Odegaard because the attack does feel like it's clicking. So I can see reasons why people might think about transitioning out of double defence, but there's just it's just too much of a luxury at the moment.
1: That, that was the exact word I was going to use with the luxury yeah. move because like we talked yeah. about, there's goalkeepers people need to fix. We've got the Mbumo problem. Some people haven't got Watkins and probably want to start looking at bringing, bringing him in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it does. I mean, I do envy If someone's got two free transfers, they've already sorted out the goalie, and they don't own boomo. Um. Then, then maybe I like I like the move. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, what do you think about Reese James? If you were going to bring a defender in, I'm not going Reese James. I this
0: knee issue has basically just brought home the fact that it's just too risky. Not just for him missing a game. He could have a recurrence. I mean, they're trying to be very careful. Pocher said that he's going to be, they're going to be cautious about him. December is not the time you bring a Rhys James. I mean, let's say he was, again, he started, played 90 minutes. Then you would say, okay, he just missed the game because he was red carded. He missed that game. So he's had 10 days rest. And then they still decided to not play him because they were being precautionary uh, or being careful. So 18 to 20 is again in a week, like we've had now. Yeah. No chance he plays all three. And you need him in 18, most likely. Correct. Which is again, you 100% else, need him in 18. I mean, he will still come on, but you need points. I mean, you know, you need it's not like, if he was like poro type attacking, uh, I would say, okay, easy fixtures. Even if there's a little bit of an attacking, uh, sorry, an injury doubt, I'll still go for it because I can get that 18 pointer. He's not the same, Reese James. I think we're a little bit feeling nostalgic about those halls. This is my perspective. I just think if I was going for a Chelsea defender at the moment, I would chance it on a Colwell because he's so cheap, even though he's not 100% nailed. Thiago Silva is playing every game, 90 minutes. If he plays again on the weekend, then I might think about him, but 5 million. So it's likely that it's just Colwell and that's it,
1: or or not even him. See, Will just feels so boring. I must yeah. admit, it I'm... is part of it is just the fun of owning Rhys James. And I, it I, I, I know it, it then comes with these... Depressing game weeks where you you miss out on something big. I'm I'm finding it so difficult because I mean, Badiashile, A lot of people were talking about him. I know Gianni was bigging him up, and then he was benched. Tiago Silva is not cheap, and can he play three games in a week at his age? Probably not. He's played every single Premier League game for Chelsea. Ninety minutes so far. So far. Yeah. I mean, maybe well, it'd be so- one we look back on and it's like, oh, we should have done that. I just, yeah. I just look back to last season. And I talked about it before, but the Chelsea-Fulham, they had a double game week and I loaded up on players like Azbillacueta. I just, Kukurea, yeah, Kukurea, Azbillacueta. I think that's, I can't remember the third one I got because I definitely had three Chelsea defenders and it was just trying to pick them because they had a double.
0: Yeah. And
1: part of me wonders if I don't go for James, am I just doing it because I have? I feel like I have to get a defender in because we've talked about it for so long. When could someone like Saliba, would he be that much worse than going for a rotation risk player?
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. It's it's a, And it's not the same old Chelsea with like robust defence. And, you know, it's good. It's decent. I think they'll get points. Yeah, But I'm liking Poro as my move, maybe next week. So let's come to now the main dilemma. And I see a lot of questions in the chat as well. Everybody wants to know what, well, it's my dilemma. What do yeah. I want to do with MUMO? And my third fourth defender so william brownlee in the chat has sent a super chat so thank you for that it's he's asking exactly the question that i have which is imbumo and cash out to garnacho and tripier or gordon and poro so i've been thinking about garnacho and Trippier a lot like i'm thinking you can get garnacho this week who's home to Bournemouth, mm-hmm. and then next week you can upgrade a in in william's case a cash in my case a Gehi, and you can get Trippier. And you can basically get triple Newcastle defence, in my case. Home to Luton game week 18, Trippier is in place. The only problem is Trippier four yellow cards, which is why this game, in this game, there was a moment where he almost got a yellow I card saw. and I was desperate for him to get it because is,
1: I want him. Is that the only problem, though? Was the two mistakes he made today a sign that yeah. he might get a rest as well? But honestly, Rich, I mean, he's the best attacker
0: from Newcastle to own. No, for I the agree with fixtures.
1: that. No, I do agree with that. Every time.
0: Um, you know there was a couple of other instances where he's crossing
1: and you know it was either it's just not fun not owning him I agree but it's the money and I I think it links in actually because like you say with the Bumo replacement if you go cheap maybe you can look at a premium defender I mean it it could be Trent as well I mean it sounds like a very obvious time to say it now but yeah part of me does feel like the good run is, is almost ending for Liverpool. So I do prefer the Trippier shout to, to Trent, for example. Especially and, I with to saving. and I did enjoy owning Trippier. Um, and he's obviously a lot higher owned. I mean, even today, didn't he? When the clean sheet locked in, he went straight up to nine bonus. Correct. I mean, I know Correct. there was then a little bit of a battle and Dubravka pipped him. Um, I don't know, there's just too many worries there with me. And I, personally, I don't think I could free up the money. I guess if you've got a route like that, I think that's not much less of a gamble than than Trent, for example. Uh, sorry, than um, going for James, for example. But then it's a, it's a lot more money.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. And also Garnacho feels a little bit risky in the December period. So he is first choice. And United have sort of decided that, look, left side he's playing. So even if Rashford plays, he plays on the right. But then Anthony worked really hard. And so when both the wingers were working hard, actually the team gelled a lot better. So it's very sad for England that, you know, I mean, they'll play Foden on the left. That's not a problem. But, you know, I wanted Rashford to get minutes for England and do well for England. But if he's not playing well for Man United, then... Uh, it's not going to work. So he, I don't see Rashford playing a lot, but during December, you never know, right? I mean, Granacho is still young. It's a little bit like, you know, uh, like Livramento or someone like, you know, it's, they look like their first choice, but you just can't back them to play every single game. And when I talk about a, an attacker, I just don't know. So that's the sexy move, but I don't think I can do it because I can't get a trippier and then he gets a fourth yellow for the three. Good fixtures, which is Luton, Fulham, and Nottingham Forest.
1: Yeah, and then and then you've made that sacrifice in midfield. And I don't want to be offen- offensive. to yeah. going but obviously you said the reasons. Why Why he's, exactly. why he's risky? Exactly. You're almost moving to a four four two slash
0: three five two whenever you want, or even a three when you want to play Chris Wood or in your case, João Pedro. So it's not ideal, and I don't like these structures because I know long term they will be a fifth midfielder that will emerge, and then I'll have to move my funds back out of defense and moving back this, into
1: this was the problem i had i don't know if you remember but obviously early in the season i had i was basically playing for pre well premium inverted commas defenders like i had robertson i had walker I had trippier and I had someone else and then rico lewis on the bench right. and yeah i did notice there were bandwagons emerging that i just could not get to because i had all my money tied up in defense and obviously at the moment it's looking good having that money in the back line i mean obviously yeah. apart from trippier today it can change so quickly, and there's it so can. many strikers people are talking about as well. And I think, obviously, the Villa performances recently—that I think that cemented Watkins as he definitely is the second best striker. So then it's a case of if you want Darwin or Pedro or whoever as, you, as your or third, or or Isak, whatever, yeah. yeah. Jesus, then, then you're blocked off of that, aren't you? Yep. And yep, generally, attackers are always going to get more points than defenders generally like across the season apart from the very the
0: long sample yes exactly midfielders get around 200 good midfielders 250 defenders only get 150 to 200 so you're right you're right this is why people do prefer seven attackers and not a four at the back and this is not the season of three years ago or four years ago when you know big at the back would work out because the way team's attack has changed i mean apart from spurs i don't see any fullbacks that you can say are actual attackers, unless they're on set pieces. So, you know, Trent is a different example, I guess, uh, or Trippier is a different example, but they're not many of these breeds. So anyway, coming to the more boring solution, which is going to be the more popular one, is basically you get somebody like a Gordon or or Palmer. So in my case, I already have Palmer. Um, These are the options that you can sort of think about for that position. And then I can use the money because Mbumo was more expensive except for Bowen apart from them. Um, and Foden, by the way. Foden is an option as well that I was looking at. And then you downgrade or you upgrade a Gehi to a Poro because I think Poro is the guy to get. Not this week. I can It can wait a week. He let him play Newcastle and then after that, I'll get Poro. So then the question is who? Now, Gordon immediately comes to mind. He's going to be the most popular one that people will pick. But for me, there's a couple of issues with him. Number one, you know, Newcastle are ba- back today looking like they were looking against Bournemouth, right? Mm-hmm. Tired. And and this was something I was talking about on The Wire where after the international break, suddenly Newcastle looked really rejuvenated because they had a two-week break. It really helped them. But now they're back to the grind where they're playing midweek and and, you know, the players again look a little bit tired. Away form is a concern. They've won one game out of 10 all season away from home in Premier League and Champions League. So do you want to tie up your funds in a player that is attacking is great his numbers are nice but there's nothing else you have to rely on an attacking return because he's not going to get set pieces he's not on penalties so you know the bread and butter points how it trickles in you won't get that so you could have three weeks of blanks and then you start getting disappointed that's what worries me and number two it blocks me out of Trippier because then i'll have livramento dubravka and gordon so no matter what i'll have to sell gordon or livermento to get to a trip here and it's even basically one more step removed from the best defender in the game.
1: You know what? I was getting ready to make your second point, and then and then right, you made okay. and, then, and then and then you made it. But yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I'm not. I know we have to be careful because some people obviously. Gordon's been an incredible asset, but yeah, I'm not too keen on him. And it's in particular for the blocking, the reason of blocking a player, and that was an argument used with used with Debravka. But they've just got so many cheap options. And yes, I think the sales went off with a with a slight knock. But we may have Bottman coming back. And I think Bottman was 4.5, potentially dropping to 4.4. I'd, oh, need, that would be I'd need to check that. But yeah, I mean, they just seem like there's gifts everywhere. I think the defense is where it at. You, you've obviously got potentially Barnes coming back. I mean, in, in the next few weeks. But that would be,
0: I think Gordon's, because Gordon for me is a sell in game big 20. Because they go on a run where they play Villa, Arsenal and City. So, there's no chance I'm keeping him for that. So, he's basically coming in for five weeks where he plays Spurs, who look, you know, have always looked uh, one that you can get at from an attacker's perspective. Then, Fulham, Luton, and Nottingham Forest. Four good games you get him for, and then somebody else emerges because Brighton's fixtures are great after that as well.
1: And I mean, it's hard, you, because I did tweet earlier, you can't replace him, Bumo, but as in, he literally can't. I mean, Bubba had everything. He had, you know, he had the set pieces. He had the penalties. He did have the minutes till till, till everyone bought him. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like a long term long term pick. I much much prefer Palmer. That feels like that could genuinely be a pick. You get in your team and you've just got him. In, obviously, it depends how blanks and doubles go, but you've got him in game with thirty eight. Yeah, and he's gone up to six mil. So
0: so I think we're aligned that if you're picking, if you don't have either of them and you're looking for a replacement. I think easily, I would say Palmer, and I think you would you would agree, given yeah. all the other good stuff, right? The set pieces, the penalties, and Chelsea's fixtures. I think it's a trifecta. And there's a question in the chat, what happens with Nkunku, ignoring Nkunku for now. I mean, until he's even in the squad, until we see the impact, we don't even know if it's a positive or a negative impact. It could be completely positive because Palmer's creating chances, he's putting them in. Does he take pens or not? This is all... We're thinking six, seven game weeks in advance. You know, Kungku could be back in January for all we know. So ignoring Kung Fu, uh their fixtures are good now. I think Palmer is, for me, a great pick and a better pick than Gordon. And I've maintained that over the last four four game weeks, even though he had worse fixtures than Gordon, even though he's produced fewer points than Gordon, but I think he still has better potential.
1: And he, I mean, Gordon's cheap, but Palmer's Palmer's, Palmer's even cheaper. So yeah, yeah exactly. I, think, I think that's the obvious one. I think... The Bumo replacement does come down to, I mean, you've touched on it, like structure as well. Like what are your future moves going to be and where you see the template? Because there will be some people that want to go, you know, a bigger defender. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, there is the argument to go, to go lower. I mean, what do you think about Sterling, for example? Obviously, he's on four yellow cards. So Huang and Sterling, this is
0: the issue where mm. during the December period, I don't want more problems. But I can see why people would do it. And those people would laugh at us once they get all these returns. Like, you yeah. know. People got Huang last week, got a goal this week, and they're saying, yeah, don't get him. Don't worry. Uh, We'll keep him. So I get it. If you have a risk appetite to do that, do it. But I just, I will hate myself if I get Sterling or Trippier or Huang and he gets a fifth yellow during a time where there's two other injuries in my squad. I just don't want to deal with it. So it just rules it out for now. If Sterling gets his fifth yellow now, I'm open to moving him. I mean, there's transfers in the next two, three weeks uh, to get him in, but it just feels like little bit too risky for me but i can see why other people might think about sterling
1: yeah i think if people have got more budget than for example i do because i mean i'm actually 0.1 short so i can't really consider it but right i I was talking about it a couple of weeks ago i can't really get sterling in because i was so set on the the five midfielders you've got we've got the same midfielders so i couldn't see a route how i could get sterling so this is the perfect one to go to if you've got the money for future things but obviously i Mm -hmm. haven't got watkins for example I'm going to be heavily targeting Villa players, actually. No surprise I could after that do performance. Sterling.
0: I could do Sterling. But I. this is why I'm not making my move tonight, by the way. I know Gordon is rising. Palmer is rising. If I didn't have Palmer, I, maybe I could have made the move today. But for Gordon, I'm not yet convinced. I need to wait till tomorrow. Because there's a lot of things up in the air. Uh, even Sun, by the way, not to scaremonger people. Mm. He was down on the floor for 30 seconds, 45 seconds. And then he came off two minutes later. We don't know what he has. And if it's a niggle or whatever... It's just not a time where you chase 0.1 if there are other problems. So, I, I, you know, I want to I want to hear from the managers again tomorrow and then see where, because it feels very important because there's a couple of really good suggestions in the chat. So there's some Brighton midfielders. You know, you could go yep. for a grocer on Mitoma. Mitoma has been a little bit disappointing, but now he's back. He got an assist this week. After game week 20, The fixtures are incredible again. Gross has just been trickling in points, you know, your standard bread and butter pick. If he was on pens, I think a lot more people would be looking at gross. Uh but João Pedro is uh on pens he's whenever starting he's on the all pick. the time. <laughs> <So> exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly. Although
1: Gross but... was playing at left back. Although to be honest, that it doesn't hurt a stupid hand. So mm. and it was a beautiful goal. But exactly. Um then David Luiz. Sorry, I
0: keep calling him David Luis, Douglas Luiz. Um he's he's a shout as well because pens set pieces. Now we don't have a midfielder from Villa, so, you know, I I have to put my hand up. I was bashing the pick in game week 10. Uh, in fact, Hindu monkey PJ was b- picking him and I told him, look, that's a rubbish pick. But you are, I hope that people are okay. Him? He had him, yeah, he oh. had him in his team. Uh, but it's okay for us to change our opinion and we can be wrong. So I think I think he's a decent pick. Now, if you see, because there is no other option at Villa, I mean, Bailey could be one because he played really well. And I think Unai Emri has even said that Bailey will start again against Arsenal. In fact, I'd be surprised if they don't play the same team. They were so good that for unfortunately for cash owners and DRB owners, I doubt if they will start against Arsenal. So, Bailey could be one, but it feels risky. So, if you wanted to be, have a safe option that you know you can play over the next four or five weeks, especially on game week 18 against Sheffield United, then David again, Douglas Louise is great as well.
1: <laughs> you have to remember his name, though. I, d- I did see this tweet from FPL Villain earlier, actually. who ba- He basically listed the players who were nailed, and there's not yeah. many of them. So, I do like that shout. Martinez, obviously, Powell, Konza, Kamara. I was going to say David Luiz, then, and myself. And McGinn <laughs> and Watkins. So... Yeah, when you look at those, the penalty taker in Louise Watkins, obviously I want back, and then yeah, the defenders. You're looking at Powell, concert who I think are four point six from, from uh, four point five, Power is four point six. Okay, yeah, okay. I think yeah, concert got eight points against <laughs> against Man City, so right, right. Yeah, I mean they're they're the players I'm targeting in, in in my team. If I should I quickly load my one up?
0: Yep, do that while you're doing that. I I will just uh, Apex Multisports, Thank you for the. So Baker's apparently tweeted that Son has said he's fine after the game. So that's one less worry uh, for people.
1: Okay. I mean, it would take him being ruled out for me, especially in a week like this, to even consider transfer transferring oh, yeah. him and
0: out. Like, oh, yeah. We can't we can't afford it. You no. will need to play Archer if you need to.
1: Exactly. And if you've got Bumo and Son and even for two free transfers, you haven't got enough to restructure your team dramatically. You'd have to start looking at hits and stuff. And I just on a short week, I don't, I don't fancy that. Some of these that's things great. you can do over you know multiple weeks, which... Which won't actually be real, real, life. Multiple weeks, at least. Yeah. But um... Hims
0: has pointed out D- Douglas Louise is on four yellow cards as well. So this is so annoying. By the way, this is all until all the teams have played nineteen games. After nineteen games, it goes to ten, and all content creators will stop annoying you with this guy's on four yellows. It'll go to ten yellows. Um, so this this will not be a problem after. But it's even a bigger problem because in game week eighteen, you will need you will need your players. Now that actually is a is a different point. Uh, before you read out your team, just I wanted to make Mbumo being out has actually released a lot of pressure on Game Week 18 because mm-hmm. now you don't have to bench Mbumo. So if you get a player who's playing in Game Week 18, suddenly you don't you can maybe get a risky player like you know, like a Sterling, like a Huang, because if he does pick up a, a yellow card, then yeah, so be it. You just play Archer or you play Charlie Taylor or whoever you have. So it's not the end of the world because now it's only Haaland probably in most teams' case where he's the one who will be missing out from your teams.
1: Although Charlie Taylor's now on, on four yellow cards as well. He's on
0: four as <laughs> well. Palmer's yeah. on three. They're all approaching that uh, that dreaded five yellows. How many have you
1: got in your team, before we get to mine that are on four yellows? Uh,
0: well, in my team, I've avoided them. So I don't have...
1: Oh, you haven't got apart Taylor. Apart from Taylor. Actually, you have got Taylor, yeah. Apart from
0: Taylor, I don't have anyone. Taylor's the only one. Four. But there's someone on three. And so even yeah. the three is a worry, right? I mean, you remember Madison picked up his fourth and his fifth in consecutive games and missed the blank. And we had to sell him last season.
1: Yeah, I didn't own him. So I, I did feel very Bloody fortunate yeah. Yeah. When, when that happened. Um, but yeah, just on to my... I actually didn't know about Luis got had four yellow cards. I'd, I'd even read the list earlier tonight. I'd even he's had four
0: it. since game week 10. Another reason why I oh, didn't so. recommend him. Or, it, it It was silly like that. I mean, maybe not 10, but 11 or 12. But he's had four for a while
1: now he's hanging on yeah okay so my team at the moment i've got areola in goal away at fulham but a bit like you i could play Debravka. i'm i'm really not sure because i I guess the difference there is i'm not actually starting livermento so so, i mean then i would only have the one newcastle i think Um, keeping
0: one newcastle just feels hygiene you know like cover Trippier. yeah uh, if you get something this is why i'm playing livermento
1: it's basically giving up three points to the trippier owners that's how it almost feels like because because of the bonus it's okay. We, we, they have they're spending four million more. Yeah, that's true. That's true. By the way, Livermento was really low on the bonus compared to the other defenders. It makes me want to look into that a little bit more.
0: He got a bonus against Man United, so it's not a it's not a regular thing. But he just he was you know he did foul a couple of times. So, but I didn't notice if there was anything else. But he was okay. attacking. He got that uh, free kick that Trippier was taking, which felt like a penalty to me because I didn't. I mean, obviously, i had bench livermento and Trippier was taking that free kick, but. I think he's fine I think he's great I'm really happy owning Mentor.
1: no I'm happy especially when we saw the news that Botman is trained I mean obviously we don't know when Botman Botman's back um but yeah anyway so I'm um, Ariola or Dubravka I'm I'm not sure that's probably one of my main dilemmas this week Simakas obviously he had a full rest so I, I regret bringing him to back it? but Palace away this is the chance to redeem himself I mean he owes me about 25 points <laughs> um, and actually because of ownership i probably need like 50 to make up what, what's happened um you you i mean palace are looking dire i mean they wouldn't have yep. scored against
0: west Ham either if uh or at Bournemouth they didn't score they wouldn't have scored against west Ham had it not been a mistake so they're not i mean you should be this is your time to get your points back which you fingers deserve crossed. against
1: sheffield united fingers crossed i mean he's my most exciting defender because then i've got gabriel and saliva away mm-hmm. at villa livermento and taylor on the bench though so i think i'm gonna have to roll with that to be honest um, Would if you consider a tra- playing oh, Livera
0: over over Gabriel
1: or Saliba? W- who, sorry, Livramento? Yeah, I've thought about it just as a way to. Oh, it sounds boring, but to hedge basically, yeah, just to yeah. yeah to cover almost to cover it. I don't hate the double Arsenal defence. Still, they still were the best defence in the league statistically. I know Villa yeah. looked so good at home, but I mean it was 2 XG and things happen, don't they? Sometimes you do. You know, you can get these freak clean sheets. Um and we see it a lot. We see it a lot. I find it very hard moving transfers between defenders, trying to chase clean sheets. Which, to be honest, they're statistically quite unlikely. I mean, even Newcastle this week. I think they were twenty-seven percent. I'm making numbers up now, Praz. but it, it, it was it was a twenty-seven point two. What was
0: it? I was just I was just kidding. Twenty-seven
1: point two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, that's statistically low, though, isn't it? So trying to use my transfers, precious transfers, to chase them it's not the way so I might just play them and just hope to get lucky um then Saka Son Salah and Palmer. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be very template four. and then Darwin Harland, Captain and Pedro so the good thing about Mbuma being injured is I won't have bench points there um it's so you're definitely not replacing him this week I don't know because the problem is I don't know who to replace him with like I I, I one thing I need to do is I want to save money and obviously, because I've had Bumo so long, I've actually got less selling value than most other people. Right. So it's really tough. I can't get to Sterling, for example, who's seven. I also need to free up money to get Darwin up to Watkins within the next two weeks as well. So I think I'm just going to have to leave it because it Douglas Louise, obviously he's cheaper, could go there. But as has just been pointed out, there's four yellow cards and I'll just be benching him straight away. If I yeah. bought in Gordon, i would bench him straight away unless i think pedro is not going to start that seems oh i need to know why Lalana didn't he again he wasn't in the squad this has happened twice. oh really this yeah he weird. just wasn't in the squad again and, Adringa, and did ferguson play uh ferguson came off the bench okay so ferguson's gonna start so first the so question of
0: if it's Lalana or pedro who plays with him
1: well that's the thing that's the thing but then Adringas played loads of games in a row um maybe he can miss out there was a tweet earlier i can't remember who it was and i feel really bad not remembering his name but i will find out and i'll retweet it okay he predicted that if lallana is back then either a Dringer or pedro are going to miss out and more likely it would be a Dringer. and i mean that's that game home to burnley that feels like but why would you bench gordon if you got him spurs
0: are there for the taking i mean i know newcastle were, were leggy and this is getting very um like cliche but uh Spur, you know, you play your attackers against Spurs, they are always open for goals. I mean, I agree, but who would I bench?
1: I'll probably have to bench Palmer. Or Pedro. again no, you don't bench Palmer. But last week people were telling me don't bench Pedro. <laughs> this is the problem with these eight attackers. Okay, see see
0: what they say about Lalana tomorrow and then you decide. Yeah. But if if Lalana's back, then I would bench Pedro. But again, I'm only people specifically told me that I need to talk to you about your bench really really hard for you to think about because you keep benching 20 points so um <laughs> um but anyway think about that i mean if Lalana's back then pedro is difficult but i do get it's burnley at home so you got to you got to chance it
1: I, I think that's the thing i think it's all gonna rely funnily enough all on Lalana. like if i think pedro is gonna be benched or you know people people whose opinions i trust like neil obviously on fantasy football scout mm-hmm. and i didn't mention you can sign up in the in the link below earlier for 20 percent off and like and subscribe of course um but yeah which is like i'm gonna get everything out in like 10 seconds just scattergun it all out all <laughs> yeah. out um but yeah if, if i think Pedro's gonna be gonna be benched yeah i probably will have to make that midfield transfer because i don't want to i don't really want to be playing four defenders yeah when it's four defenders away from home with those fixtures then but then it's like do i just go for gordon because i think that's the the obvious one and it does free up a bit of money going out to gordon and it would be enough yes. for darwin to watkins if what can that's going to be rise. very
0: popular is what i think it is i'm going to think about it i mean i don't know if i'll make the move tonight i i 99% not but uh, it, the I other one is wouldn't Foden. i think
1: like you said there's so much information to get i mean what if what if son is son says he's fine and then he's not and let's say that comes out tomorrow and it sounds like that's not going to happen Do you know in did. that 30 seconds
0: when he was down i had already thought about oh my god <laughs> i'm stuck with triple arsenal i can't get to a martinelli i can't get to a cheap I'll have to get Foden, but then how am I set up? This is all in 30 seconds. I had Your brain works it. too fast. You were <laughs> but,
1: thinking about any repercussions in game week 28. Weren't you?
0: <laughs> no, but but still, I mean, I think which brings us to an important question, which is Foden. Um, I think we are all ignoring, because of the injuries, City are embarking upon a massive fixture turn. You know, mm-hmm. from game week eight, people have sold Haaland, people have sold a lot of City players because City had very, very really tough fixtures from now game week 16 onwards yes they're blank in game week 18 but their fixtures are incredible around that so if people wanted to think about a Foden i think this is your opportunity to get somebody if you have the money um because you're already hopefully preparing for the blank so you don't mind if two of your players blank if that is the case with your team i don't think it's a
1: it's a bad pick or 7.5 as well yeah I keep forgetting how cheap some of these players are. I must admit, I haven't looked at Foden for weeks. If I'm totally honest. yeah, I, I actually like that. But again, that's for someone, I guess, who's got more a bit more money. Probably already has Watkins in place. Because I think for my team, my future plans would be possibly to bring a Villa midfielder in, a Villa defender in, and Watkins in. That could literally be my next three transfers. Although right. chasing that Sheffield United fix just not worked out well this season.
0: Yes. Well, even now, I think one other thing to talk about is uh, Chris Wilder is, you know, it's not the same Sheffield United. I mean, we will see one game sample uh, in, in a very tight turnaround. But they wouldn't be the 8 nil team that we think of them as. Uh, and the attack was great. I mean, I think Archer had a couple of chances. And I felt like at that moment, maybe I should have had Archer instead of Chris Wood. Um, so it's a team we need to watch out for. Maybe they're not the, the team that we... Yeah, they're definitely not the team we thought they were
1: a week ago. No, I mean I was looking at the underperformers on my lunch. Um, and Archer was right up there. He was, I mean, he was ahead. It upset me a little bit. It was ahead of Pedro, for for example, for XGI this week, and obviously that's against Liverpool as well. So I still, I still wouldn't want to start Archer. I really, really oh, wouldn't. No, I don't I regret wouldn't. not having
0: him. Um, I mean, there's now nice cheap strikers, by the way. Uh, we're we're veering from the conversation, but Mopai. Um, mm-hmm. He's a, He could be on pens 5.3. There's Cunha. There is your Pedro. Um, so there are options. I mean, there's Solanke if you wanted to go up. I think this is something I didn't talk about, which is I'm also considering that if you did go for David Lewis or something, uh, Douglas Lewis, <laughs> for God's sake. Um, if you did go for somebody like that, then Chris Wood can become Solanke. And you're almost going to a hybrid eight attacking structure, which actually... Bodes well for the Christmas period, so that's another option that people can think about.
1: It's the fact you're saying David and not David as well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know it's it's all late. confused. All it's, confused. Late. it's late, yeah. but yeah, I think that's also, I guess, a benefit of having a non Archer as your third third striker is stuff like this. If Mbume gets injured, yeah, you could just roll out the other one. I mean, if we like looking at your team, you could gamble with Chris Wood. You know, if, I could if, if you needed to.
0: I could, I could, but. I don't feel like it because I just feel was out for no, a long time. If it was a niggle or something, I could yep. have taken a chance for a week. But I just think I have lost hope because I'm listening to Mark Southerns too much on, on Nottingham Forest. And he's not, I, it just feels like I'm putting out a two-pointer where if I can find the guy who I want for the next four weeks, it just feels like Gordon because Spurs and then three good fixtures just feels like you just attack it and then you take it from there.
1: No, but I guess it's just more having the option. I mean, let's say tomorrow there was an unexpected injury in the in the press conferences. Let's say Palmer had a knock or something. At least, yeah, you wouldn't need to do a hit, correct? Possibly, correct. anyway, cause, yes, yeah, this I agree with. So, Semenyo,
0: so I mean, somebody's mentioned in the chat, is a good option as well. Um, which is, uh, you know, Bournemouth are looking very good. Semenyo so is four point six, I think. But we're right now struggling with certain players either going to AFCON, Asia Cup, certain players have four yellow cards. It's like, you know, it's like a maze. You have to, does it? Does he tick the no, no four yellow cards? Tick. Does he tick the not going to Asia Cup or, or AFCON? Tick. And so Gordon is just ticking those two boxes and also good fixtures.
1: That's the thing. I mean, I, Semenyo, I believe, is going to AFCON. He is, yes. Yeah. So I think, because I think, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at downgrading Pedro, believe it or not, and it was Semenyo against Archer. And then I decided not to do it, but yeah, there was a genuine thought of, of going there. And yeah, I agree it looks like a good pick. Um I'm trying to think what else we need to discuss. Have we have we covered everything? I think we've covered. Now the only thing to discuss
0: is why is why is the chat saying I'm wearing PJs? I'm wearing a jumper. Can, can they not see it?
1: you <laughs> got your dressing going on.
0: I'm not wearing any PJs, just to be clear. Um,
1: anyway, <laughs> so uh, I, got called, yeah. I got told I was dressed like a vicar the other day. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, even uh, even uh, Danny, uh, when he went on above average, he was he was told he was dressed as a vicar. But yeah, no PJs, even though it's eleven o'clock. So I wouldn't be too wrong to be wearing PJs. You'll be in your PJs soon. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Good. So no transfers for you or me today. Uh, let's ride it out. I think be, I, these are the days that it doesn't feel right. Um, there's a lot of info to come tomorrow. If you're really, really desperate and, you know, I think Boomer's dropping. It doesn't affect my sale value. So I'm not going to worry about that. But Gordon or Palmer, I would I would try to wait if you can. But if you have to go for Palmer, I would feel easier than going for a Gordon.
1: I agree. I agree. And I have I know there's a comment in the chat saying I keep saying, sa- saying I don't like Gordon. And it's not that I don't like Gordon. It's just more of a strategic decision. I mean, one thing about my team is I have no money. Like literally, I've looked at other teams, there's no one with less money than me. Like no one that's still actively playing has less money than me. And that- that's like genuine. And that's my own fault because I held Pedro so long at the start of the season. I held Rico Lewis for so long at the start of the season, Bruno and Rashford. Right. But yeah, so that's also, I mean, if I had the money to carry Gordon, still be able to get to Watkins, yeah, I think that would be a stress-free way to live, um, apart from the bench. Hazard
0: has a good question. If, if Sterling didn't have four yellows, would you get him over Gordon? I think I would.
1: If I had the money, yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, I would. If there was the same price as well.
1: Yeah, if I had the money, so this is a lot of ifs, if I had the money, if I already had Watkins, I mean, I think that would be easy. I think for that run of fixtures, I'll just, I'll just gamble. I think he's one of the few non-penalty takers I'd be willing to take that risk with, especially as we're losing, you know, good good assets like Mbume. Exactly. And this is a point
0: I want to make with Gordon that people need to think about um, That I, that is bothering me, is game week 20, they play Liverpool away. Game week 21, they play Man City at home. Game week 22, they play Villa away. You could keep Gordon, sure, but it's just three difficult fixtures. So I'm thinking game week 20, I'll have Salah to deal with, Son to deal with, Uh, now no longer in Bumo, but it's just, do I want to add to the problem or do I want to get a Chelsea player who will not have these problems? They just have a good run for a long time or a Villa, you know, like a a decent, uh, you know, Douglas Louise is not that problem, but again, these people have yellow card problems, which is a different problem before yep. game week 19. So there is no easy answer.
1: You you make a good point actually. We're gonna have, we're talking a lot about money struggles here, but once we get to Afcon, Asia Cup time, we're not gonna have any any money problems at at all. Correct. And then I do wonder, yeah, like you say, with that fixture run as well, would I keep Gordon? Probably not. Whereas Palmer, I definitely definitely would be keeping.
0: I agree with that. That's a great point.
1: So, yeah, so we've just got a few more weeks of not having any money. And then it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be crazy season then. <laughs> and then we'll be looking how to get them all back. Which is why Bowen is also a good good
0: pick. You just leave him there. Uh, you don't need to worry about all the yellow cards. You know, fixtures are still good. Uh, again, he's more expensive, but you can just leave him there. He's fit now. He's going to play over Christmas. So I like him a lot. I can't get to him. You can't get to a Bowen when you have Sun, Saka, Salah, Harlan, Watkins... Um, and double Arsenal defence it's just impossible so this is why I can't do it but if people can I think he's also a great great you know replacement for Mbouma and you probably came from Bowen back down to Mbouma so you can go back up if you have time
1: yeah I mean we did talk about it a couple of weeks ago didn't we how I mean Palmer if we looked at the most expense like budget wasn't an issue Palmer wasn't in the best five midfielders the next few weeks and probably neither is Gordon but that's what they are they're both enablers like if yeah if you can get to a Bowen I would rather a Bowen than a Gordon. Sterling and Palmer would be close. I mean, I probably still would prefer Sterling, as as crazy as that sounds, but money is an issue. Um, and we would be given a gift. But anyway, we're we're going off tangents here, Fraz.
0: Yep, I think we're done. So thank you for joining this late um, and thank you for hosting this late, uh, Rich. So um, yeah, it's been good and we'll be back next Wednesday um, ahead of another deadline, but it'll be a day earlier because I'm off on holiday on Thursday. So uh, yeah. See you next Wednesday.
1: Yep. See you all next Wednesday and like and subscribe 20% off.
0: (laughs) Bye.